Nothing in life is to be feared. It is only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more, so that we may fear less. Marie Curie Welcome to Eberron Renewed, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I am your Dungeon Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome back to another episode of Eberron Renewed. So, gentlemen, what <laughs> happened last time? Mostly, we were just attacked by bears in the Towering Wood. That's where we went to look for Jacob. And not normal bears. No. In fact, so not normal. Uh... Yeah, they were very strong, first off, uh, with a lot of hit points. But one of them... And a bonus monster to fight inside them. Yeah, they had they had shadows inside them that leapt from wounds. Um, but another thing that happened was that Lyle was bitten. Uh, Dex, he's not even Lyle anymore. Dex was bitten <laughs> by one, and now he's a werebear. Uh, he doesn't really know what that means. Uh, Barrick seems to know what that means, and he is not fond of the idea. So uh, that's where we're at with that is right now Dex thinks it's awesome that he can turn into a bear. And that's pretty much where <laughs> he stands firmly in that truth. <laughs> okay. So, um, are y'all going to take a short rest, like kind of hunker down, keep watch, but just take, take a little time to breathe after that kind of, I think we probably need to fight. take a, take a moment. Yeah. If I'd known we were going to, I absolutely would have daylighted and probably saved us some trouble last round but uh, so. i think your daylight is once per long rest uh, i wrote down once per short okay uh and so that's my story i'm okay. sticking to it um okay so what you all get to do during a short rest is roll however many of your hit die you would like plus your constitution modifier and that's how many hit points you regain what do you um, mean however many we would like like right now you have four hit dice since your fourth level but that's a a non-renewable resource. Like, I see. Until you take a long rest. Well, when you take a long rest, you gain one of you them You gain back. all of them. Oh, oh I'm uh, sorry. When you take a long rest, you gain half your total back. Yeah. Just so without you, having to roll, just happens. No. Oh, sorry. You gain all of your hit points back. You gain half your total of hit dice back. Okay. I to see. To use during short rests. Right. But it's, it's, so right now I would roll 1d8 plus constitution. You could roll up to four. But, but I can but, make that decision as I go. Yes. 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 Okay. I'll take it. Okay. So you all take a short rest in Towering Wood. It's very creepy and unsettling, and you all are kind of on edge the whole time, especially after the encounter that you just had. And and probably during this short rest, we have a talk about Lycanthrope. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so now I understand it better, because we did have a talk about Lycanthrope uh, during our actual break. Uh, so but Before you actually get into this conversation in character, though, I want to let you all know, just based upon... What's everybody's base insight? So your insight modifier plus 10. 12. 11. 12. Okay. Um, Nothing happens. (laughs) You all kind of have the uneasy sense that you may be being watched. 
Oh, I mean, somebody cast spells on us yeah, from yeah, out no, of the darkness. I mean, I am certain that there okay. is someone watching us. Okay, I, as you were. All right. Uh, listen, Barrick, I understand that this gives you pause. Get it? Pause. Um, <laughs> Technically, it gives you pause. Yep. Um, and and Theradak, I know that you're kind of in the same boat. Uh, Not as much as Silver Flame. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, here's my... Here's the best I can I can offer you. The understanding that we have is that if I choose to be a bear, I'm in complete control of my faculties. And I can promise you that I will never bite anything. And if I don't choose to be a bear and like the moon and the winds howl and every all these are creepy things that have happened so far to me since I've come to this town uh, or this country, then I don't have control. So I guess we just have to hope that that part doesn't happen and everything's going to be fine. Here's what I'm saying. Please don't kill me. <laughs> After what you told me you, you people do to lycanthropes, wear folk, uh, please don't kill me. May not have choice. Let's cross that bridge when we get to it there, Deck. <laughs> I want to give you an idea of kind of your instincts as a werebear, like just these these impulses that you're going to kind of be grappling with as a character. Okay. okay. Is this something that I'll probably end up rolling against at some point? Like, this, is, that this, is all, this is all flavor. Okay. So okay. This is me informing you, and you can do with it what you like. Um, and this is just page 206 in your monster manuals if you're reading along at home. Um, <laughs> werebears are powerful lycanthropes with the ability to temper their monstrous nature, natures and reject their violent impulses. In humanoid form, they are large, muscular, and covered in hair matching the color of their earth sign form's fur. Uh, a werebear is... A loner by nature, fearing what might happen to innocent creatures around it when its bestial nature takes over. When a werebear transforms, it grows to enormous size, lashing out with weapons or claws. It fights with the ferocity of a bear, though even in its bestial forms, it avoids biting so as not to pass on its curse. Typically, a werebear passes on its lycanthropy only to chosen companions or apprentices, spending the time that uh, follows helping the new lycanthrope accept the curse in order to control it. Solitary creatures, werebears, act as wardens over their territory, protecting flora and fauna alike from humanoid or monstrous intrusion. Though most werebears are of good alignment, some are every bit as evil as other lycanthropes. So, that's just kind of the nature of werebears. Um, so, I promise not to bite is actually a they, they, reasonable... They, they do their best, but we are going to play with like just the bestial right, right, right. nature taking over from time to time. So... I mean, that's all very well while you have control. That's that's the fear of lycanthropy, is not is not that the person cursed with it is inevitably bad or that they'll always be violent and feral. It's it's what happens when you don't when you're not in control. It's what happens when the beast takes over. Uh, Look, I, I I understand what you're saying. But the fact of the matter is that it has happened. It, we're not discussing whether or not I should let myself get bit. Okay. Um, but, but we need to find a way to un unhappen it. Yeah. If we come across that, uh, then let's 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 definitely look into it. Um, we'll run that up the flagpole. Uh, we'll throw that spaghetti against the wall, see if it sticks. But, 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 but until we do, I'm letting you know, I ain't gonna bite anybody. And you're not going to kill me. 
That's the deal we're striking. Well, of, of course I'm not going to kill you while you have control of it. I guess that's the best I can ask for right now. I here, Here's what we'll do. When we're done with this this business in the woods, let's go back to our blacksmith friend in Narquart. What? Zandrar. Yeah. In Zandrar. Uh, can you just name it like Cleveland? Uh, I can remember Cleveland. Um, we'll go back to our friend in Zandrar, and we'll have him make a big old collar and a big strong chain, and we will be prepared to uh, chill me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, th- I feel like that's a good preventative measure for now. Perhaps. All right. Anyway, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to roll a perception check. <clears throat> here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to roll a perception check to see if I can catch a glimpse of our woodland friends that helped us. Okay. That's a 12. Uh, can I do a survival check to see if maybe there are humanoid tracks? tracks? 20. The humanoid tracks that you see aren't fresh. I mean, this is a trade road, so you do see some, but nothing that would lead you to believe that there are people other than you right now in this part of the woods. Right, so I don't see any, like, leading off into the forest at the side or anywhere? Nope. Okay. So, further into the woods? I don't see what other options we have. Okay. Well, I mean, we could just turn around and go home. Yeah. (laughs) Fellas, hang on. I need to try something real quick. And I bear it up. And I do a little dance to show Barrick that I still have control. You pull out a unicycle. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I just kind of, I just kind of hop around and and uh, turn and look at Barrick and give the biggest bear smile I can. And then I and then I change back and I say, "There, that goes. We kill him now." <laughs> and I and I change back and I say, "Oh, see, that wasn't so bad, was it? No, that wasn't so bad. Yeah, see." Uh, uh, oh, and I didn't mention this. I did give fair warning I was about to turn into a bear, so they didn't think that it was. <laughs> um, okay, so you all continue to venture. The The woods continue to get darker and darker the further you go, the, the deeper you get in an unnatural way. Like, there, even when you look up, you can't see, like, sunlight uh, diffusing down. Like, it's, it's just darkness above you. Mm-hmm. Um. Everyone give me perception checks. Oh, hey, how that wand, how long does that last? The light lasts light for an spell. hour, I think. Because that, that battle was probably, what, five minutes? Not even that. It no. was less than oh, it was a minute. Less, it was less than ten rounds, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So Okay. I just, I'm going to leave it up to you to let me know when well, our, our the, light has run out. I mean, the short rest would probably have eaten it if it's... Oh, yeah. Um, the short uh, rest is an yeah, hour. It's an hour, so... Okay. Um... I mean, here's the thing, guys. We can crack another one of those, or you guys can lead me around by the hands. How many charges do each of them have? Five. Five. Okay. Well, I cast another one. This time I just cast it on your cane. Yeah, great. Okay. Perception checks all around. Ooh. 22. Good, because I got 13. 13. 13. Barrick, as you all are walking, and you're kind of looking up and trying to figure out the nature of this, this darkness that envelops you, you take note of some kind of bird with the darkness you can't really tell but the the bird appears to be kind of swooping back and forth it 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 seems to be following you almost um so yeah there's a a bird keeping an eye on you it seems like can i make an arcana check to interpret the nature of the bird if it's a magically transformed person for example you could attempt to 
Not well. 13. It looks like a bird. Sure. <laughs> that bird's very bird-like. Is it an avian bird? That, that bird's definitely following us. I'm guessing he's keeping an eye on us for the druids that live out here, but I don't know for sure. Out of context, that sounds like the most paranoid thing a person can ever say. <laughs> okay, I, uh, hey, do you think, <clears throat> I mean, are you thinking it's a, it's a person bird? I don't know, uh, but it's definitely following us. Can they train I mean, animals? Yeah, it could be, it could be trained, it could be, uh, it could be magically commanded, it could be a druid in bird shape. All right, uh, well, do you think it'd be worth our while to just kind of shout up to it and say, hey, we're, 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 we mean you no harm? Barrett turns around and waves at the bird. Okay. I mean, you see the bird actually break away and fly off into mm-hmm. the darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, solve that problem. <laughs> now, if you see a bunny following us later, let me know and we'll wave at it too. Yeah. And we continue walking through the forest. Okay. You all are able to travel for a bit, probably about 15 to 20 minutes unimpeded, but the the darkness just kind of persists. It, it's is it crunching down on my wand even more, or is it the same? Like, am I? Is there no dim ring any longer? Yeah, or? it's pretty much just the bright circle of thirty feet. Okay, um, <clears throat> so, so it's the same thing that happened in the cave. You all continue to walk. Um, Do I know enough about the geography to know if we are in the gloaming? Like, if we would be in the right part of the, yeah. if this is the part of the forest, yeah, you, you are in the gloaming. Um, would you tell us that? Yeah, as as we're going along, I think so. <clears throat> A part of this forest is a manifest zone for the, uh, the plane of shadow, uh, or the plane of night, um, kind of like the, the whispering, nope, the fading forest. Okay. Except all the trees are larger. Yeah, are you? And there are terrible <coughs> shadow bears instead of just regular bears. Right. Are you telling me that somewhere near here there's another one of those rings from which our, our, our big angry friend comes out? Uh, that I don't know. Well, uh, it, best guess. It could be. But on the other hand, there's no such manifest zone in Sharn, and he came out there too. So I don't know that that's Fair enough. necessarily required for him to do that. Well, it's just and as we go along, we explain to Theradak what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. This is probably the good point to do yeah. that. So we sort of explain to Theradak. Um, and, and during the short rest, yeah. we caught him up on a lot of stuff that... The, the search for Jacob, our encounters with the, the lich that came out of the portals, um, both at the time that it took Jacob and when it took Draconis, mm-hmm. uh, our former com- our former, former companion. And uh, and the prophecy. We probably talk a little yeah, bit about the Yeah, we definitely talk about the prophecy. And uh, we will save the listener from having to hear all of that again. Yeah. I'm operating under the assumption that by now Randy has listened to the podcast. Okay. <laughs> So we don't need to tell Randy about these yes. things. And Barrick ex- begins to explain about the sword, too. Oh, yeah, that. The sword's some legacy from my father. I, I don't know, but the sword's some kind of legacy from my father, who apparently came from Zendrick. Um, and it's uh, it's got some manner of intelligence. Yes, you talk to sword. I do, yes. Uh, it talks back. I'm not, well, I think it talks back. It's actually something I worry about that perhaps it doesn't talk back. I am real. Well, yes, you would say that. Uh, wait, I don't have you out right now. You can't talk to me. Shh. <laughs> uh, I, I worry about whether or not it's it's actually talking to me or if I'm just but losing you in my con- mind. But you're in control of Sword. Yes, Sword yes. not control you. 
so so far. It's, yes, not, it's never tried to control me. We're all in control of all of our various things. So far. <laughs> um, everybody give me a perception check while you're walking down the road and, having a conversation. And, and also during this, con- I'll roll this check, but also during this conversation, uh, Barrick has made up several lies, or sorry, Dex has made up several lies about Daring Do and, and Amazing Conquests oh, that yeah. they've had. And I, I think Barrick is loving it. No, Barrick is probably enjoying it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. 19. 25. 23. Okay. It only refutes you if you claim if you if you claim something about that waitress that we were competing over. Or <laughs> or, or anything I say where it's like, well, Barrick was unconscious, and so I had to <laughs> Except that one time it was true. <laughs> right. You all, um, as you're walking, all of a sudden stop in your tracks as you just very faintly hear gibberish in the distance, like something speaking just incomprehensible. Being a spellcaster. Gibberish or an incantation? Gibberish. Okay. Well, and I was going to say, I turned to, I turned to Barak and I said, are, are we getting those spells again? It doesn't sound like a spell. I speak gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying this is an old dialect. That you can't <laughs> I speak gibberish. They're saying, "Look at the armor on that handsome big one." <laughs> sounds like just just ravings. Does it sound like it's from a human mouth? Humanoid? I don't know. We got pretty good perception rolls. Very good perception rolls. In fact, I could have only done one better. Does it sound like animal noises or no, like it, gibberish words? It sounds like a like. Yeah, gibberish. Okay. It's something speaking. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm choking up on my stick just so I'm I've got it. I mean, I've, I don't think I ever really am not prepared to use it when we're in these sorts of situations. But it, it occurs to Barrick that he could try something, and so he summons Cursebringer into his hand, holds it up for a second, and says, "You don't understand that, do you?" Uh, no. I don't know. Just thought I'd check. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, not yet. I have so much to say. No, he actually keeps it out because I assume that whatever's sure. gibbering, gibbering up there might try to kill us. <clears throat> so do you all continue to move forward? Cautiously. Okay. Oh, hey, uh, this light spell, is it a torch? Is it something I could, if I were to try to cover it for... Yes, specifically light. If you cover it, it does snuff out. It, does snuff, it, doesn't, it doesn't snuff out. It's still present. It's just, it's you covered. block it. Okay, so I... It's like so, covering a flashlight. Okay, so I can do that. Yeah. Okay, cool. If I if if, if interesting, the darkness spell works the same way. Oh, really? Yeah. So so if we need to bug out mm-hmm. for some reason, of course these people live here, so they can probably see anyway. I would just be imp- imp- impeding myself. So never mind. No. Well, I mean, they might not see us coming. Right. Okay. As you all continue to move forward, the gibberish keeps getting louder and louder. Is it coming from ahead of us, or is it? Is it yes, side- it's, it's on the trail in front of you. Okay, so we are getting closer to it. Not necessarily. It's getting close to us. Yeah. Does maybe, it sound maybe we'll like just be two ships passing in the night? Does it sound like a gibberish form of any language? No. Okay. Yeah. It's just it's just some elf with an aphasia. Right. <laughs> um. In fact, as you all continue forward, everyone, give me perception checks real quick. Sixteen. Eighteen. Fifteen. Okay. You all notice a a pretty sizable patch of mud, like a a mud puddle about with like a 10 foot radius 
in the middle of the road up ahead. Um, you're about 30 feet from it right now where you've stopped. Um, but that's what you see. And, patch of mud. Yes. Does the gibberish appear to be coming from the in mud? That, in that direction. I mean, you're still not quite close enough to pinpoint the exact source of the... Is there any other sign of wet in the area like are the leaves dripping is there any no. sign there was recent rain so there's a random mud puddle and I an mean, otherwise dry path you're in a forest so i mean it's it's humid but it's not right. rainy so either a large animal took a pee in the middle of the path or we're about to mess with an elemental a very large animal <laughs> did you see those bears they're that, probably not the that's, biggest <laughs> that's fair that's fair they're probably not the biggest things around here either yeah okay well does it have that we can see evident borders? The mud puddle, mm-hmm. yeah, like such that we could confidently move around it. Yeah, I don't know why, but I think we should probably move around that. Well, I don't think we need much of a reason, Barrick. It's a mud <laughs> puddle. I, we, that's what you do. You move around it. All right, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, fine. Okay. To the left or to the right. Do we you, to- you check for magic? I can. Can I do an investigation check uh, um, to see if there might be traps on either side of this mud puddle and that's what they're expecting? Oh, I, I, I detect magic and see if it has an aura, a, mag- a magical aura. Um, the mud does have a magical aura to it. All right, it's definitely magical. You're right. right. I'm doing it's a good th- thought. I'm doing my thing. Go for uh, it. 16. Well, wait. Uh, either... Should I do an investigation or perception? I'm looking for traps on either side of the puddle. I would say that's investigation. Okay, then uh, 15. You don't see anything. Okay. Can I make an arcana check to see if I can identify the type of magic? Sure. Ugh, nine. Can't quite figure it out. Yeah. There's something magical about the puddle, but I'm not sure what it is. All right. What good are you? <laughs> All right, then, uh, I mean, you want to just... Flip, flip, move around it. Yeah, flip a coin and see which side we go on. Sure. Is there one side that looks? Is there one side? I don't talk like that. Is there one? <laughs> is there one side that looks more perilous than the other? More brush? More no overgrowth? All right. We go to the left. We do. Okay. Indeed. Weapon at the ready. Yep. Um, once you all have moved um, down the road ten feet further, um, like towards the puddle before you break left, I need everybody to give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh my. Okay. Oh, nice. Natural plan. 16. 21. 24. Natural plan. Thank you, 19. Okay, so the the gibberish almost started to, like, mess with your head a little bit, and but but you all were able to shake off kind of the, the confusing nature of the gibberish as it gets really loud as you continue down the road. And now I need everybody to... Roll initiative. Oh. <laughs> 29. <laughs> Six. Seven. <laughs> okay, and there will be a surprise round for... But not for Dex. Right. Yeah. Um, so, out of this mud puddle you see it begin to rise off the ground and form form into this little number. 
Beautiful. Allow me to describe this. <clears throat> it's very gross. Paint us a word picture. Okay, uh, let me begin with very gross. It is covered in mouths with like lamprey mouths yeah. with circles yeah. of sharp teeth. Mm-hmm. Full head of teeth. Full, he's got full head of teeth. <laughs> full head of eyes. Uh, there's eyes everywhere. There are eyes. There's eyes everywhere. Are these separate consciousness? There's consciousness. It's also like it's also just like slime. It's like yeah, formless. It's, it's ooze. It appears with to be teeth. writhing. Yeah. Here's here's a couple different poses. That oh, we can cool. Assume. Cool. Oh, cool. It can get up on its little fake. It's little. It's little uh, slime. What are the words? Flagella. Slime tail. <laughs> slime tail. Yeah. Slime um, tail. That's and his name. The the gibbering just reaches a crescendo at this point, and you see, um, out of one of the mouths, a glob of something comes flying at you, um, and as it hits the ground in front of you, um, I need everybody but Dex to make a um, saving throw with disadvantage. What manner of saving throw? Oh, uh, dexterity. Disadvantage, huh? Uh, while this is happening... Oh, you, you still need to roll the dexterity saving throw, just not with disadvantage. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> Five. Twenty-three. Twenty-two. Okay. Derek, um, for the... Till the, the end of the first round, you are blind. Is the light just flashes and blind you? Yeah. Okay. So now it is Dex's turn. Okay. Dex first says to Barrick, "Hey, Barrick, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw at the start of your turn." Okay. Sweet. Gibbering mouther. It's twenty. Okay. All right. Dex says to Barrick, um, "Hey, I know we we like just talked about this, but uh, I can't see at the moment." I'm not asking you to say see anything. All right. <laughs> Can you hear? I. Yeah. <laughs> Barrett man- manages to look at, to, to give you a look. <laughs> um. No, but you did see this thing before it blinded, so you oh, know. Oh yes, <laughs> I will never yes. unsee that. That's all. I, that's the last thing I saw. <laughs> well, well, we'll fix you. But here's the thing: Can these bad boys contract lycanthropy? Can anything, or there's only certain? Kinds of creatures? Right. Do you know? Does Barrick know? Pause. Out We're of character question. Because, <laughs> because I know, Philip knows, that the whole Umbrigen thing is fighting aberrations and Delkir and all that stuff. Have I read enough in the book? Have I read anything in the book that makes this thing appear and I go, oh, that's an aberration? Yeah. And do I know if aberrations can contract lycanthropy? That's a weird question. So, I've... lycanthropy is unique to humanoids. Okay, I think only humanoids can contract it. I'm going to spend this action turning into a bear. You're going to look up those werebear stats. And the last thing I say before, while you can still understand me is, of course, if you want to put that in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is Dex's turn. So you've turned into the bear. Did you move or stay where you are? Uh, I am where I am. Okay. Then it is the gibbering mouther's turn. This blob stands up on its like tentacles and walks down the road towards you all. Oozes, um, oozes down the road. <laughs> just I, I, down. I thought Who's walking. Down the road? I thought walking would be a more unsettling. Like it's almost like an octopus walking on its tentacles, but its head is just mouths and eyes. All of it. Its its tentacles yeah. <laughs> are just mouths and eyes. As it continues gibbering louder and louder and louder. And it is going to take a bite 
at uh, let's say uh, Barrick. Cool. So he has advantage. That he does. Six. Eleven. Ah. So the mouth just kind of come up on you and gum <laughs> at you, and you're blind, so you don't so you don't see it coming, and just feel mouths on you. Yes. Um, okay. And flails wildly with a sword, <laughs> and he needs to roll charge. Okay. That is it for its turn. So now I need Barrett to make a wisdom save. Oh, hey, wait. No. Is this... <coughs> is this a form of charm? No. Oh, shoot. Ten. You're good. Cool. Um, yeah, it's your turn. Uh, still blind and not having anything that will do anything about that, uh, Barrick hacks in front of him with Cursebringer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ouch! So, so disadvantage, right? Yes. That's oh, right. Roar! <laughs> Fifteen. I'm so glad that I'm a were-bear and not a were-rat now that I'm reading about all these. Yeah, like were-rat. Yeah, that would be a fun option. Um, Although being able to turn into a rat could be awfully handy for sneakiness. Fifteen is a hit. Cool. Well, it it would actually lower my dexterity by four to become a were-rat. That's funny. That will be nine damage. Okay. So Chris Bringer just cuts into the, the slime and the ichor and, like, a couple of mouths and probably half a dozen eyes get sliced off and onto the ground and is now a third extra. I need you to make a wisdom save. Well, we're about to find out what happens. Four. Okay. You cannot take any reactions until the start of um, the gibbering mouthers next turn. Um, and I need you to roll a D8. Six. You cannot take an action or a bonus action, and you have to use your full movement to run in a random direction, which I'm going to use a D8. You all would be traveling northwest. You take off running southwest into the woods off the road for 30 feet. 30 feet. So you just take off running into the woods. Back is not having a good day. That's not a good thing at all. At all. Um, and and there was no attack or anything. So, uh, your bare eyes, you no. just saw him well, take no, off you running. See, you see Theradak raise his great sword, you know, preparing to just unleash on this thing. And all of a sudden, his eyes pop open and he looks really scared and turns around and just bolts. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, it is now Dex's turn. Need a wisdom saving throw. As a bear. Uh, he, he maintains his stats. Oh, okay. That's a nine. Okay. You can't take reactions. Roll a d8. Two. Two? Now, is this like the other one, or is this random? I don't know. I different strokes for different folks. <laughs> you just put your bear paws over your ears and shake your head, and you do nothing on your turn. It does look adorable, though. <laughs> this bear just like... Um, like but, when dogs put their paws over uh-huh, their muzzles. Uh-huh. Okay, Beric, your eyesight has now returned. Um, and what you see is... <laughs> this is not better. Um, the gibbering mouther is going to try to bite you again. Oh, good. Good. That is going to be an 18. That will hit me. Oh, that's a lot of dice. A lot of mouths come down and... 
bite on you. I mean, what are you doing to us, man? Like, I don't like the look on the GM's face. 16 damage. I've never really right. been a big fan of the GM's face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you are medium-sized, so you are knocked prone as this gibbering mouther dives on you oh. and the mouths are just biting. Oh. Gross, 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 oh. gross. And, getting, com- and constantly yeah. making noise. Yeah. Just getting gummed up by this And thing. you need to make a wisdom saving throw now. You're sure that this is not charm, to which I have advantage because of my Elven heritage. It is not a charm effect. Hey, Okay. All right. Um, I very immediately place my <laughs> Hexblade's curse upon it. Okay. Um, while this Hexblade curses loudly. And <laughs> climbs to my feet. And I try to kill it. Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. Because that's how Barrett feels about this. Well, 15? That's a hit. Okay. And I'm going to drop a spell into it because I <laughs> don't want this to be alive anymore. Barrett basically just sort of just grabs Cursebringer and pours power into it and just. There's no form to it. It's just, this is awful. I want it to be dead. It's on top of me. That's disappointing. Rolling a one on the D10. 27 damage. Okay. You managed to cut off a few of the mouths that were biting at you, and they fall to the ground. And, uh, things starting to look a little little shaky. Um, Theradak. Need a wisdom... Or, nope. You are out of range of it now, so you your faculties come back, and you are... 30 feet away from the fight in the woods. So Theradax stops and shakes his head. What are you doing? Get back there. Turns around and goes back into the fight to take a swing at this mouthy thing. Okay. Oh. How about a nine? Hit. Oh. Okay, and while he's swinging and hitting... He's like, you don't do that to me. You leave friends alone. You come at me. It's a goading attack. Okay. So I'll spend a superiority. It responds die. with. <laughs> well put. <laughs> 10 damage and the superior to 12 damage total. And he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, DC's 15. Turnabout's fair play, I yes. see. He fails. Nice. He has disadvantage <laughs> on all attack rolls against targets other than me okay. until the end of my until the end of my next turn. Wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, also, uh, well, hang on. I'll, I'll resolve this first. That's a twenty some odd. Okay. <laughs> um. Or no, I'm sorry. Uh, my wisdom's kind of low. It's a nineteen. Um. All right. Question. I am a bear. Yes. But I am still Dex. Yes. Do I keep Dex's properties? Particularly, sneak attack. I mean, I would, I would think so because you're. That's all I need to do. Go away, so. Okay, so I get to do, I get to do two claw attacks. First one is an eleven. That's a hit, and I get to do two d eight. So that's seven. That's fifteen, and I get to do two d six. So my first attack does twenty points of damage. Okay, and my second attack. It it dies. Your okay. claws just rip into it as mouths and eyes so, go flying. So what I do is I I, I look down at Barrick, still as a bear, and you know that thing that St. Bernard's can do where they lift one eyebrow up and kind of look at you? I just give him one of those, <laughs> and then I change back. And I, th- I 
I don't change back into humanoid form. I stay a hybrid. Okay. And here's why. I'm looking at this. I can do bite and claw and ribbon weave if I stay hybrid. I can use anything I want. Well, it, if you're holding ribbon weave in a I can hand, only do one claw. Yeah. But 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 just the same. Yeah. I, I have more options as a hybrid, and I can talk to you. Okay. So that's why I'm going to be staying. As long as we're in these woods, All right. I'm, I'm going to be a hybrid. Okay. So the gibbering mouther is in pieces on the ground, um, and the gibbering finally stops. Uh, I say, I say, I, I didn't, I didn't bite it. <laughs> well, that's good. All the mouths turn into little bears. Um, uh, Barrett creates bonfire and kicks the pieces into it. Okay, out of spite. Uh, I don't have any idea, <laughs> but this thing is alien enough that it occurs to Barrett that it. At this point, so many things are plausible. It could just T-1000 back together. We might walk away, and it just, yeah. Um, Cursebringer expresses great pleasure that you you killed this being that does not belong on this plane. Look, do you agree? You you agree that things that are obviously evil are evil is not going to make up for for yesterday. I do not ask for your forgiveness for yesterday. I am right. You are wrong. Uh, This is... You're just, this is the worst. He's doing it again, Dak. <laughs> That's that ain't for us. <laughs> now I have to keep eye on you and him. <laughs> okay. Once the the bonfire is going and the pieces are burning, um, everyone give me perception checks. Oh, you know what? Fail. Okay, I'll, I'll resolve this. I wanted to say it before you asked. Thirteen. Uh, Twenty-three. Okay. okay. Does your bear form have? Does your does your hybrid form have dark vision? It doesn't say. Oh. Um. I don't think bears have dark vision. I don't know. Yeah, bears apparently do not have dark vision. Okay. Um. Fourteen, because that's my pass. Now I get advantage on perception checks if it relies on smell. So do I roll again? I mean, I have a twenty-something, so I guess I don't really need to. So I guess mine's fourteen also. Yeah. Oh yeah, you could totally find those dudes now. And I guess that's in new form. It doesn't specify a form. So I, if it's a smell perception, I always have advantage. <laughs> so do it again. I mean, I got a 20, what? I got a 23. Yeah, 23. Okay. <clears throat> um, so Dex, as you lift your nose to the air and kind of sniff, you actually smell something familiar. Something that reminds you of Mist Marsh and... Home. I say Graham? <laughs> Graham. Graham. Hello. Uh, <laughs> no, you, you smell the familiar smell of sweat, hops, and bad attitude. <laughs> of course. He's Varland's a druid. Um, I guess. Now, there would be probably no way for anybody else to know this, like, that you recognize this scent. So, um... As quietly as I can, and in elvish and orcish, so each of you, I say, I say to you, I smell Farland. I, my, my senses have been keyed up by this new thing, and I, it is Farland. And then I say uh, to Theradak in orcish, you speak orcish, I assume, right? You're half orc. Okay. I say, uh, <laughs> Farland. <laughs> no, I say, I, I say um, one of the people following us is someone that we know. Uh, from Mist Marsh, I did. Uh, we fought with him before, and he didn't. And he was on our side. 
I don't know if he still is right now, but I, that. And also, he's very strong. <laughs> so, <laughs> Should we talk to him? Yeah, and then. Uh, yeah, you want. Uh, oh, and I also ask you, uh, should I shave? I honestly don't know what the position of very of the various druidic circles right. is well, about these. In that case, I must stay. I must stay mm. strong. Druids can usually beast shape, right? So they wouldn't be too weirded out by it. I say, Farlin, come out, buddy. Oh uh, yeah, that's Farlin. And- <laughs> You see a grizzly bear come walking out of the woods, head hanging like that pouty stomp sort of thing that kids do. (laughs) And he stands up on his hind legs and the bear just starts to shrink down until you see the familiar dwarf standing before you. And I say, "Um, you may have noticed we got something new in common, bud. Oh, I, I saw. All right. Why are you here? Same reason we left Miss Marsh. And I was thinking, you know, Given your curiosity about it all, maybe the same reason you are. Also, this is Theradak. Oh, yeah. He's our friend Theradak. Um, he's a part-time bartender. We'll tell you what happened to Dracos. He's a part-time, he's a part-time brewer. He's a part-time uh, kid. He's a brewer. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. Hopefully you are kinder than some of your companions. Hashtag brewer. <laughs> Boo. That's so stupid. That, really, um, that got me. You tickled me. I'm don't tickle me. I'm here for very specific reasons that I can assure you you are not here for. Druid stuff. <laughs> to put it simply, yes. Well yeah. It's probably the only only way I could put it that you would comprehend. Lyle. Well it would be very strange for it to be brewing stuff. <laughs> well, there's also good hops that grow in these forests. What? Where don't do they grow grain and what? Don't here, worry about it. Here in the dark. I'm a druid. I can grow things. Anywhere. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, you're, I feel like that's nonsense. I'm growing impatient. Why are you following us? <laughs> because you're treading in a place that you should not be. These woods are home. Well, for one, you're in the Eldian Reaches now, so you're outside of Breland. Secondly, you're in a very specific part of the woods that you shouldn't be in. I'm Barrick Philemon. We're looking for Jacob still. This okay. is another place. It's like it's like the fading forest. And there's been sightings of shadows running around attacking things. Oh, I near the Connie ruins. I've so, been fighting the shadows. Well, so. right. No, I I understand all these things, which is why Dex suggested that, you know, we were here for the same reason you were. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's why. But I Eric, I would have expected you to know how the druids feel about people coming in to the towering woods. Well, I would have expected you to know how I feel about missing children. Okay. And also until recently when I became this thing, I haven't really been much for territorialism. (laughs) (laughs) That's suddenly a thing that matters to me. Well, me and my people have it under control. It also took Draconis. And we are, And we were in Xandrar last night, uh, or two nights ago. We were we were recently in Xandrar. I got it right. Uh, fighting all these shadows. Uh, so clearly, you don't have it quite as under control as you believe to do. You do. You don't. You don't. What you think you do, you don't. Well, I mean, <clears throat> some things, Lyle, take time and patience and a deeper understanding of the way the world works, which I know are 
things that you aren't really interested in. So Okay, look, I understand where you're coming from, but I need you to understand something. I've been condescended to every day this week by someone insufferable. <laughs> we are working towards the greater mood. good, Barrick. Wait a minute. Barrick Lyle? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Lyle? Oh, crap. <laughs> ah, my bad. <laughs> I was just hoping that would be Barrick trying to cover like the moment of just, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, we'll explain later. That's two time lie. He call you Lyle. Uh-huh. Druid call you Lyle, and now Barrett call you Lyle. Uh, it's like what do you call him? Uh, it's a nickname. Yeah, I remember it's what it's what I introduced myself to Commander Bala and what Crass calls me. It's just a name I go by, along with you know all the other ones. Insight check. Okay. Well, that's true. Everything I said is true. Oh, is it? That's what Commander Bala called me. It's what Crass calls me. It's what I go by most of the time. I mean, I'm checking inside if this is really a nickname. I mean, I would argue that it is. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, Nine. I mean, you you believe what he's telling you. Okay. And you know I'm a changeling, too. Yeah. None of this is... So, I mean, you you may be able to pick up... you, You probably would pick up on the fact pretty quickly that this is somebody that doesn't know that he's a changeling and just by the nature of the world. And you, you would know that changelings, a lot of changelings protect their identity. Right. Although if you've ever wanted to reveal that to him, this is probably the time because it's covered by the much larger. Thing. <laughs> well, and that's the thing <laughs> that just is, is now if I ever see Farlin again, I have to look like I, well, no, cause I can be, I can be, can human, be human. I, yeah, you I can, can do whatever I want. No, he's a changeling. No. Okay. And you, you don't know. You do not know that. Yeah. But yeah, no. And um, you would not be able to ask that question in this right, moment. So. Right. Okay. So, <clears throat> once again, I ask that you let my people do what we're doing. We are working diligently on trying to deal with the shadows. I am working diligently on getting Jacob back. Look, they invaded Zendrar and one attacked us in Sharn. Hundreds of miles away, the other side of the bloody country. Watch your mouth. Their their reach is not just in these manifest zones. Um, and 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 Dex adds, "Look, we're not here to interfere with your the things that only you guys can do. We're not here to interfere with that. But you know that we are effective at, at defense, at protection, and we're." Fairly bright. Well, we've solved some things when you weren't around. Oh, really? You just saw us fight. You hear... And also, we're a lot stronger than we were when we were on that train. You hear a voice from the trees start speaking in... You can tell it's a language. It's not more gibberish. But you cannot understand the language. And Farlin kind of looks up to the trees and responds in the same language and is kind of having a back and forth. I turn... I turned to Theradak and explained everything about who Lyle is and who Dex is and the changing stuff in Orcish just to piss them off. <laughs> we can do this too. Um, so now you know. <laughs> and Farlin throws his hands up and says, fine. And out of the trees, straight onto the path, a female shifter lands in the road and stands up wearing green robes with leaf accessories and things like that. Just... Um, if you have been dealing with the the shadow, this is her speaking. Yes, okay. for as long as you claim 
and you are allies of Farland, then perhaps you should come. <laughs> Dex kind of goes, mm. Farland does the same thing. Um, <laughs> I think we can safely say we are not mortal enemies. She drops um, down and says to Farland, it's nice to see you working with people again. It may be temporary. <laughs> I think that you should come with us. However, I need your trust because we need to take you somewhere sacred to our order. And we can't let you know how to get there. What do you intend to do to keep us from, like, are you going to blindfold us or are you going to blind us? We are going to temporarily magically blind you. I consult Beric. Look, we came to talk to the druids. That's why we came to the forest. So, well, so I'm going to consult both of you on if you want to go along with it. I'm consulting you right now on that's a thing. Temporary magic blindness that they can uh, easily. Mean, it's, a, it's a spell. They can, they they can quickly can, and easily. They can cast it and dispel it. Dispel, okay. Now, everybody, are we comfortable? I don't, I don't like Farland, but I don't distrust him either. We came to consult Not the druids. Not happy, but we came to speak to the druids. So. Yeah. Okay. I say curse my beautiful eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um. The, the shifter walks up to each of you and places a hand over your eyes and her hand approaching your face is the last thing that you see. Um, then <clears throat> you feel a length of rope placed into each of your hands and the rope starts to tighten and they're leading you um, down a path and eventually you leave the trail and you can tell that you're walking through the woods. Um, everyone give me perception checks or investigation, whichever is higher. 17 22 sorry perception or investigation whichever you like perception 13 13 um well so 16 16 passive um all of you can tell that they are it, it would probably take you a third of the time to get to where you're going if they weren't doubling back and looping around and intentionally keeping you all confused as to the direction um <laughs> i say whoa where am i this is so confusing what direction are you facing right now lyle i don't know up okay <laughs> how, how long are we walking like how long does it take us probably i mean best you could guess probably an hour and a half i mean it's it's a long walk so as we're going so saradak you were in the war Yes. Where'd you serve? Well, I served at the border of. It was uh, Thrain and. Uh, what's could be the Thrain? Could be Ondair, the... could be Droem, could be Dargoon. Be... No, he told me it was, oh. it was as I was heading south. So what's the northern border of Thrain? The northern border of Thrain? That's the sea. It was the, the eastern, the, western border. The border of Thrain and Ondair. Uh, Ondair. Oh, okay. Yes. He kind of hangs his head down and as we're walking, he goes, no sea battle. Cook. War ended before I got to the academy. Closer than I got. Enemy um, overrun camp. Slay many friends. Captain make... Dak leave, save Dak. Oh. Dak learned to fight better. Dak kind of clumsy sometimes. 
I don't want to interrupt, but it sounds like you guys are sad that you were not involved in the war where many people died. Like I get the honor part of it, but also you're here now to do this because you weren't in the Academy yet. Not sad. Just shame could not help friends. Well, now that one, I, that one, I understand. I, I, yeah, that one, I understand. Yeah. You're, yours a little less so. <laughs> you're not from my family. All right. All right. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, nah, never mind. Well, I mean, my thinking is that it's, I mean, obviously we could totally have found our way through the towering woods again once we left. Right. <laughs> That's why we stayed on the road. <laughs> um, you all eventually begin to hear voices in the distance of uh, talking and conferring, um, some in languages that you understand, some in that you don't. Um, the predominant language seems to be the la- whatever language that uh, Farlin and this shifter woman spoke uh, in front of you. But once the volume hits a certain point, all of a sudden there is just silence. And you all have stopped walking. The blindness spell is removed from you all, and you see standing before you just, I mean, easily over a thousand druids based on their garb, all looking at you. And in the center of this group... and I'm sorry, Druid is a class, so we're talking anybody can be out there. Yes. Yeah. Dwarf, gnome, half-elf, um, everything. Okay. Um, and then you also take note very quickly of in the middle of this sea of Druids, an impossibly large pine tree reaching up through the towering woods. And Farland looks at you and says... Welcome to Greenheart, and the most important gathering of druids Eberron has ever seen. End of episode. Bum, bum, bum. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Eberron Renewed. We realized after we stopped recording that we didn't really record an outro for this episode. It just kind of ended on me saying end of episode. So we just want to thank you all for your support. If you want to get involved with the community, please head on over to the Facebook group. It's just the Geek Pantheon. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Geek Pantheon. If you want to get in touch with us, thegeekpantheon at gmail.com is a great way to do that. Or you can head over to our website, thegeekpantheon.com, and get in touch with us there. We also want to thank Kevin McLeod for the use of his music in all of our episodes. If you want to check out his music, head on over to incompetech.com. And it's all phenomenal if you're working on a project and you want some Creative Commons music to use. Definitely go check out Kevin's work. It is stellar. And as you can hear on our show, it's it's top-notch stuff. So yeah, thank you all so much for listening. And once again, I am your dungeon master, Eric, and Philip, Randy, and Jeff wish that they could be here to say their farewell also, but they didn't when they had a chance. So thanks. Bye. You're in front of 80 dragons. (laughs) Oh, dang. Oh dang! Oh man! Oh dang! Oh dang! Barrick kneel. oh, kneels. <laughs> We're gonna work for the dragons from now on, boys. Oh darn! <laughs> I'm gonna say that for everyone I see. All eighty of them. Oh dang! Oh darn! Oh man!